0: Hello, my name is Jacob Cutler, and welcome to How to Funny. I'm not the world's funniest person. I'm not, I'm not very funny at all. And I'm the first person to admit that. Every now and again, I'll crack a good joke, but most of them are are cringeworthy. No, and one day, something that I would love to improve about myself is being able to get in front of an audience and make them laugh, do some stand-up, and, you know, I just, I don't know where to start. But then I had this idea, why not do a podcast where I interview comedians, learn their stories, learn what makes them want to be a comedian, and have them teach me how to be funny, or have them listen to a joke of mine and analyze it, or teach me how to write a joke and how to come up with a whole set. With that being said, this podcast, How to Funny, is my exploration through comedy and my journey to one day be able to do stand-up. Today on the podcast, I have Jacob Feldman. Jacob Feldman is a student at Emerson College. He hails from California and has been an active stand-up comic for the past few years. He is also part of the Emerson College sketch comedy troupe, The Girly Project. Feldman frequents local open mics as well as performing in comedy shows. He was recently a featured comic in the Emerson College comedy special. How's it going? Oh, they wrapped it. Oh no. How's it going? I'm trying to be more positive
1: uh, us tough because, uh, this, and also, uh, people <laughs> <laughs> close to me have told me that when I smile, I look like a Disney villain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which,
1: is, which is weird, because so I always thought myself was more like a Waluigi, but that's just... You <laughs> <laughs> actually, I was at a bar, and these two girls, they, they walked up to me, you know, and they said, uh, you kind of look like one of the Jonas Brothers. And I was like, really? Because I've always been told I look like more of like a Disney villain. And they were like, oh yeah, that does work much better. Isn't it anti-Semitic for them to go like, I look like it just, least, it, it feels like, that means like they're looking at me and going, that's a shitty Jew right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Disney does a lot of comedy. Um, I was very sad and very lonely. And which is like a very common story, but that's, that's true. And then I don't, I don't even remember when, but like I started noticing sometimes I say things and people laugh and that feels better than when they don't. So I'll just, I'll, I will just i will like i did not even like sit down and go like, all right, now I'll start writing. I just like in my daily life was like, I'll just. I don't like saying other things, so I'll just say these things. and then eventually I was like, oh, you can write this down and then you can prepare it and then I'd prepare it, and then I talk to my friends in like casual conversation. I'd like do bit. That's where my first place doing bits was was just like with my friends, which maybe weakens the friendship a bit, you could argue. But yeah, those, those were the first places I did it. And then I started doing mics and shows and stuff.
0: Feldman, interestingly enough, cites political satire as some of his early inspirations.
1: Um, I really looked up, I currently look up to Doug Stanhope. Uh, Lewis Black, oddly enough, was the first comic I really got into, which is where he's like a political comedian. But I, I first was really into political comedy because it was easier to understand when I was younger because, like, you, people do like sex jokes and stuff. And you're like, I've heard about it and I don't know what that is. What's a, what, what the hell is a cream pie or whatever? So, <laughs> so it made it hard to like other co- comedians. Uh, and Richard Pryor, I started to really enjoy once I like, Richard learned Pire. about history.
0: On the 31st of August 1964, Pryor made his television debut on Rudy Valley's summer variety show on Broadway tonight. Uh, I'm going to tell you a few things about myself, because a lot of you probably don't know me. I'm not a New Yorker. My home's in Pure, Illinois, and uh, <laughs> I'm from an average-type family, 11 kids. No mother, father, just kids. When I was young, I used to think my people didn't like me because they used to send me to the store for bread, then they'd move. (laughs) I noticed when I was young, like, my people, if they didn't want to holler at you, they'd make a funny move with their body. You ever had your parents do this? If you're doing something wrong, they'd look at you and go... (laughs) I I, I had a wild neighborhood, I gotta tell you, because uh, my mother's Puerto Rican, and my father's Negro, and we lived in a real big Jewish tenement building, (laughs) in an Italian neighborhood. Every time I go outside, the kids say, "Get him! He's all of them." And what, what's what? Because you do stand up, but there's a bunch of different ways to do stand up, right? So, like, what's your?
1: I don't really like the alternative comedy. Mm-hmm. I, th- I find it a little gimmicky. Like sometimes it's it's a lot of fun and power to people who do it, but I, I just I don't really enjoy right. I. I, I the stand-up I've always really enjoyed is when someone like points out something not like not like that's going on in their own life, not like my dad sucks, but just like is, you see this we all see this and this is stupid and you all aren't acting like it's stupid, but we do all know it's stupid. Why? Why do we do it? please tell me. Uh, uh, people go, I don't know, something. but that was funny. In uh, so those are my favorite. 156 people died there by a train and you know, 48 of them died. If you see something, say something. I, like, I know the reaction I am supposed to have to that sign. But when I saw 48 people, I was kind of relieved. Because <clears throat> I thought, if 156 people got hit by a train, then 156 people are now dead. <laughs> but only 48 of them are dead? That's a victory! <laughs> I mean, that's not to say, like, in 2017, 156 people got hit by a train, 48 of them died. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I can't. That's, that's a counterproductive sign because now if I see someone about the jump in from a train, I'm just gonna go. It's probably gonna be all
0: right. <laughs> there are two main ways for a comedian to get their jokes heard. Uh, these would include all the mic nights and full-blown comedy shows. Feldman has a fun and interesting way. To picture the differences, I guess you could say
1: an open mic difference between like an open mic and a show. Yeah, it's like everything. It's like an open mic is a you're you're typically in a dive bar. You're not always in a dive bar, but most of the time you're in a dive bar, and there are a bunch of comics or who are comics in the sense that they call themselves comedians and they write jokes and they have things to say where they expect you to laugh, and they're all sitting in a bar. And it's like a Tuesday night where people are hanging out with their family and friends, but we aren't. We're in a bar and you'll go on stage and you'll tell your jokes to this group of jaded comedians who spent their entire life just listening to comedy or actors who agents like told them you gotta get out of your comfort zone and and you'll tell your jokes and you hope enough people are paying attention that you can get like an idea of what's funny. And, and often it's better than it sounds, but very frequently it's worse. And a show, people have gone, I want to see comedy tonight, and so they're listening to you. I mean, that's that's the biggest difference is that like people want to be there to see comedy, whereas in like an open mic, everyone's pretty much come to say their jokes, which I, I've never go to an open mic if you're not a comedian. It's an awful place. <laughs> it's not, there's no reason to go. Yeah, I'd be like, watching Derek Jeter like work out at the gym, except... Derek Cheater. It's not Derek Cheater. It's like some local like 40 year old person who played like baseball in high school and he and then he's working out and he's hurting himself while he's working out. He should stop and just take care of his family, but instead he's working out the gym and for some reason you've decided to go watch that.
0: Um would you wanna kinda of give me like some examples of some of your jokes or some of the things that you do when you're coming up with a joke?
1: Um I mean while I'm coming up with a joke, I'm just like writing down stuff I think is fun like often it will start with like a line and then I'll like I'll go like how do I get to this funny sentence? And then I'll work my way to the funny sentence. And by the time I get to the funny sentence, I'm like, oh there's more I could do after the funny sentence. So I'll have like a page full of what I think are funny sentences and then I'll go to a mic and if I'm really lucky, they'll tell me, actually you see that one funny sentence like not the one you thought was funny some random thing that's actually the only funny thing you wrote go write more about that and so then i'll keep that and then i'll go and i'll i'll write more about that and then i'll have two funny lines after that and it's just pages and pages of pages taking like progressively bigger chunks out of it that work
0: Jacob tends to be a fairly cynical person in his comedy. However, he's he's been trying a new technique. Who knew that a smile goes a long way?
1: I definitely are on the side of cynicism. Something I've been trying actually recently, though, is I've been trying to smile more while I'm doing stand up. Like I've been trying, like if a cause if like I'm like, see, it's okay, it's not sad, and then they're like, Well, he's smiling, it must be fun. And it's helping. It's helping so much. Yeah. Yeah, just to like, it's not positivity, but just like not like we are having a good time right now. Like, I don't need to be sad on stage. There's no fun in that. Some
0: comedians are even known to to do this technique. For instance, Ryan Hamilton is very well known for his big smile on stage.
2: Should we start with my face? (laughs) Uh, I always look like this. And I look really happy all the time. I am well aware that I look just ecstatic constantly. And I don't feel like this. I I really don't. I feel. I feel okay. I feel fine, and I look crazy happy. And, uh, I don't. I don't even buy it, really. I, I I wake I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I go, that is inaccurate. Uh, I don't know what you want me to do. I just walk around. People go, look at that chipper fella, and I go, I'm okay. I, uh, I feel like I look more like a comedy club logo than I do a comedian. You feel like that's true? I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I could be a sign in 1953. That's the kind of, I could sell ice cream in the fifties. I, I can't go places. I can't just show up at a funeral. You know, I can't. <laughs> I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs>
0: This segment will feature me showing Jacob what I'm made of. He's going to bring me in on the ground floor, of some of his new jokes, as well as walk me through a joke, how to tell a joke, how to write a joke. Um, you're going to definitely hear me flub a lot of just not doing good jokes. I guess is the you're going to hear a lot of me a lot of bad jokes out of me, and a lot of Jacob trying his best to be patient with me in my attempts at. Learning how to be funny from him. Uh, this part of the podcast may seem to become a little bit more conversational at times, with some less VO breaks. Just as a warning.
1: All right, you want to work on a joke Come right on. now? Yeah. There's a new joke I've been I've been working on for like a while now, uh, for a bit. That's it's gone through like a lot of edits. So that might be a good one to talk about. Yeah. Um just uh, I said I was trying to avoid controversial subjects this one is definitely controversial though a lot it was uh jokes going through a lot a lot of stages it it was I had a lot of thoughts when there was that mass shooting of Jews <laughs> you yeah. remember you remember yeah. that there's uh and then there was like a Facebook anti-anti-semitism like Facebook profile like that was gonna fix it I don't know I just I I I wanted to like laugh about it. So, I wrote I wrote jokes like the day of it. I didn't tell them the day of it, but I wrote it the day of because I had I mean, what's weird about the joke is the, the where it started, n- that's all been cut because it's not good enough. It used to be about like like the Facebook profile, like the bit was that like my friends were like, Jacob, you have to, you have to get the Facebook profile. I'm like, I think the Facebook profile is stupid. I'm like, no, Jacob, you have to get to support the cause. And I was like, do I though? Like, I already look really fucking Jewish. Like this is, I look pro-Semite, right? I don't look anti-Semite. So it used to be that, but then people forgot about the Facebook profile. So right now what it is, is, it's just me going like that one guy, uh, I mentioned the Facebook profile. It's just like a setup. That one guy, he, uh, it was just he shot a bunch because he shot a bunch of us. Well, like historically, comparatively, he shot very few of us, but he really gave it a go. Is that it's, it, the bits about now about like it, like throughout history, like like I'm I'm always I realized this when the shooting happened. I'm always thinking about when are people going to start killing the Jews again? Because like. Like you guys will leave it for a bit, and I do mean you guys. You'll leave it for a bit, but eventually you always start killing the Jews again. It's like God told us that we were the chosen people, and we just made the mistake of not clarifying what for. That's where it is right now.
0: That's do you feel when you... Let's say you're making a joke like that. It's very yeah. specific to yeah. like your own culture, right. um, but you're in an audience with a bunch of Gentiles. Like, What's the... that that's
1: that's actually here's people want an excuse to laugh at people being different Mm -hmm. which is like a little part of every single like no matter how good a point it's making no matter like how like how it's taking down racism a little bit of it is isn't it funny how i'm different and people like yes yes we do think it is so it's letting people letting people do that Uh, but I, i don't know it's I also think parts of Judaism are just funny. Like there's just there's just silly. Like I don't actually believe in it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we've got like all Judaism's got is like the two fun hats, right? We got like one that's comically large and one that's comically small. And that's our big pitch. And then after that it's like fire lasted a while and that's like that's all we have.
0: Like you use a lot of like your own life in your in your comedy, is what I noticed. Yeah. Um do you ever run up by the people that you're telling jokes about or do you
1: most uh no i mean it's the short answer for that but a lot of the jokes about my life are mostly based in lies like mm-hmm. they'll be like one true fact and then i'll go this is true wouldn't it be funny if all these other things were true and they won't be but then i'll just tell them the audience that's true and they don't know so they're like that is funny wow he lives a weird life
0: is, is that is that commonly done yeah comedians?
1: oh it's it's almost all lies it's most really? it's mostly lies
0: tell me all the secrets right
1: now uh, they are always does <laughs> if you ever all right if if someone goes does a joke and they're like my friend very frequently very frequently they did whatever the thing there's like my friend did the stupid thing and it's they did it mm-hmm. that's a common thing or or like just like you know like comedians will have like these wild like like the John Mulaney I I don't know this for a fact I guess but it's the, like the what's new pussycat Story where it's like, and it's like the song plays like 30 times or something. At one point, he has a different song in the middle because his friend was so smart. What happened is is they definitely like played What's New Pussycat twice in a row, and then later he thought about it, like, you know, what have been real funny, and then did that. Being an actress, which is cool because, like, we can watch each other perform. Like, I'll go see her in a play, and then later she'll watch me act like I enjoy the play. (laughs) actor too. She just doesn't know it because I'm um, <laughs> better at it. <laughs> <laughs> Some people get upset by that joke, which is rest sure that she's not real. I made her up. I acted like she was real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the moment we've all been waiting for. My bad jokes. How? I'm trying to think. Like for this, I also want to like try to come up with a joke
1: to have like your critique on. Sure but it's so it's like so hard like i'm blanking right now like I, it's so it's hard just to like think of a joke in your head like you need to like, write it down it's just some people can do it but for me it's i it's really helpful to write it down
0: <laughs> okay, i have one um okay. so in high school i used to hang out with um I used to hang out with these kids and uh, for the most part they were all like really smart um uh, honors students, you know, one was going Oh yeah,
1: smart friends, way to go to you, gold star. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, like one wanted to be a doctor, one wanted to be an accountant, one to be a lawyer. I hung out with a lot of Jews growing right, up. Right, <laughs> a, a lot of Jews growing up, okay. Um, but then there was this one kid I was friends with, Doug. Okay. He used to, um, the kid was in out of his mind. The kid, he was crazy, and came um, came from crazy money too. And we would he would just get us. We would get like into the craziest shit with this kid, uh, or not even that crazy. To like, if you think back on it, sure. but like at the time, it like, felt really crazy. It felt really wild, and like, sheltered kid from Long Island just felt like
1: like what type of things would you like, um, like? Give me an example.
0: So one one time we we went to Wendy's. It was like, like this night, is a wild story. like we were doing the drive through at Wendy's, uh-huh. and we were we were going we were driving and. Doug goes to our friend Josh. He's like, "Hey, like, and you, if he asked you to do something, he could get you to do it too." He was one of that, okay. those types of kids. Yeah, he was like, "You know, would be really funny if we went to this Wendy's right drive-through right now, but you were on my windshield. Like, if you like, you were just laying on the windshield." Okay, <laughs> like you know, remember like the when people do coning, I. I know people did weird
1: drive through stuff like the, um. so oh, that's we, where they would like turn it upside down or, or they
0: like, just like grab the ice cream right yeah 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 but like so we were. he was like let's try to like do a new thing where people just like ride through on the, on windshield, the windshield and right. just try to grab it sure and so we were going through and then he decides just to be funny to turn the windshield wipers on
1: <laughs> so okay. the kid's like he doesn't get down. off. He's like, I said I was gonna be on this windshield, I'm staying here. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, he, and Josh, he was he was also like a he um he he um his last name was Ferris. Okay. And so his he his his party joke or his like he would tell people that his great great grandfather invented the Ferris wheel. Okay. Um but Sure, yeah. But he 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 had one kid. One of my friends, who was gullible, convinced that it was that he invented the Ferris wheel to the point where he like he like looked it up and like
1: wow okay and he like he looked he really looked into it and he um how, how long does it take for you to look into it before you figure out I that think he's he not... just took his word for it right yeah because if you do any research it's going to quickly come up like yeah <laughs> not him
0: but yeah I mean as you can see from that this is why I'm doing this podcast right. I'm not very good at coming up with a
1: yeah that's with a, a, weird... a
0: joke or with a
1: I mean, that's an interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's easy to get into like, to do like weird shit. If you have enough money to pay for it afterwards, Mm. if you can go, I'm so, if someone goes in, I'm so sorry for my son. Here's like a bunch of money. Go away. (laughs) Yeah. That would make it easier.
0: Yeah. Or, um, what's another Oh, one time. (laughs) I don't even know. Like these are like, that's the thing. Like how do you, I always like, find sometimes when you just like you start to tell something funny but it's just you're just telling a story
1: yeah I mean the trick how do you how do you differentiate that from a story to a punchline I mean the short answer is you don't really because Mm -hmm. like sometimes sometimes there are people like I'm a storyteller like they'll say that I'll Mm -hmm. go okay fine but it's not different than, th- you still have to make people laugh the same amount. Mm-hmm. Like you still want people, I mean, t- like there's a number thrown on like every eight seconds, which is like, if you want to do it by math, I guess if you're a crazy person, I don't think anyone ever counts the seconds, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe bookers do. I don't know. But it's like, it, it, some people will tell stories and like, yeah, it's, it, it doesn't get a laugh all the, like on all the parts, but you know, that's because it's a story. It's like, you, it's still set up in punchlines. Just Mm -hmm. in story form, so you still say something, and then there's still a setup, and then there's a punchline. So that's, I mean, but it's not like in casual conversation, I guess. Well, I mean, I will do that, but in casual conversation, is you don't have to. But yeah, that's the the short answer is it's not different at all Mm -hmm. if it's good. If it's good, yeah. I mean, you lit. I mean, like if you like listen to a stand up telling a story, like really listen to the story every like three sentences one of them is like a punchline and yeah. they don't always they don't always add to the story either they always mm-hmm. they don't always push the story off sometimes they'll be like here's important parts of story funny thing i thought about that here's important things that, and then i thought da, 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 da. and he didn't think that then but he thought it later and it was like if i had thought it then mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, like i guess like hey, let me try another joke for okay. you um
1: Wait, what were the jokes? You probably you had you have you tried jokes? I earlier?
0: tried to try joke. I tried to do jokes earlier. Okay, okay, but I just I don't even know how. I don't even know where to start. Where, I I missed. Where... I missed. That you no, tried I jokes. know and that's the problem. That's why I'm doing this. I wasn't
1: joking. Like like. Wait, this... when were you trying? Was like the story? Was yeah, that the me- story. Oh, okay, okay. But I just
0: like thought maybe I just tell a funny story, but I don't know. Like I don't think the way that you think. I mean, where... the story
1: was like, yeah, that's strange.
0: But like, I don't. I don't. Because like every time a comedian tells a story or they do like jokes about like something that's happened in their life, they always have some sort of like clever way of saying it. Yeah, you know what I mean. They don't just like spew out facts like I just did earlier. Sure, they they, like say something and then they stop and then they like
1: sometimes sometimes they spew it out in a clever way. Mm -hmm. Like if you see a special, unfortunately, like the best person to reference is like Louis C.K. He's a horrible person, blah blah blah. But when he when he was doing like bits and he was like stumbling and stuttering and splurting and all that, he did that every time exactly the same. Like he wasn't actually stumbling through it; it was all very precise always. Because like, there's a whole stretch to make it sound like a conversation when it's not even close to a conversation. I guess <laughs> there's only two people in the room, and me bring up Louis C.K. Add attention to that room.
0: No, it's fine. Like he like. I mean yeah, he's like he's a he's a piece of shit but like
1: don't like him horrible person had a lot of influence <laughs> on comedy right now.
0: Yeah, that's the th- that's the thing. Like he like I was never a big fan of him to be honest, but like I sure. knew that he was imp- I, I I knew that he was important and that like people liked him obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Um let's move away from that yeah, as quick
0: as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I guess like like, I guess maybe like to dissect something down. Like if I were to say, like like my story that I told earlier. Like, yeah. what would you like what clever way? Like what? Like if you were to sit down and think about that story or that like what I like
1: information I gave you. Like, what sure. would you do with that? Um, I I don't know. It's it, the the problem is it's like you have to the first thing I I don't know I can't like turn to a good joke right now. But mm-hmm. like, uh. There wasn't an ending mm-hmm. to it. There okay. wasn't a funny ending. So the first thing I would, there might not be a funny ending, mm-hmm. but I would think of what would have been what would have been funny to have happened. What's a funny result of things? How could this go wrong? I would have had some Joe I probably would have had something. This one of the first things I thought is it's easy to be like do going wild, crazy things when you can pay to make him go away. Mm-hmm. Like there's, that's like it's very rare. Like like if he had no money, he wouldn't do that. So I yeah. probably. That, I mean, that's what stands out to me. Like, I do a bit about that, and then I do, so that would be one bit. And then I'd have, so here's an example, and mm-hmm. maybe I'd pick the Wendy story. Maybe, maybe there's mm-hmm. something uh, crazier because um, it's a little low stakes the Wendy's thing, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I might try and come up with something like weirder that he did. Oh, okay. Um and see if i could come up with jokes from that.
0: So this was this was a story that he told me when he was okay. Um what after he like cuz he was a little bit older than me so he went away to sc- to school. Um he go- he goes to I forget where he went. I like so I think it was like University of Buffalo or whatever. Um big party school, right. lots of greek life and whatnot. Sure. Um but he has the bright idea since he has the money for it, he has the bright idea to start his own fraternity, his own fake fraternity. Okay. Um, but just to get freshmen to do his laundry for him. <laughs> and like do like medial tasks for him. Right. Um and he, he, he would still pay them. He or he would or he would pay, you know, to to have all the parties and everything and
1: but it's like the whole initiation process was do my laundry. Yeah,
0: it was like like a lot of like you know most f- like frats at real party schools. Yeah. It's like messed up shit that they make these kids do. Yeah, but it was it was like he just wanted his laundry done.
1: He just wanted his laundry, his done. laundry
0: done, his room cleaned. You know, like
1: can he just hire a maid? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It was like it sounds like he, your he, friend, <laughs> like he he has a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. And he knows he wants to use that to avoid tasks, but he's not. Efficient in using that. No, like he could, yeah, <laughs> he could use less money to buy a maid because the end goal is get my room clean, get my laundry done. Mm-hmm. But instead, he goes, "How do I get my laundry done?" I know I start a frat.
0: I part of me thinks that it was that he wanted like the power over sure over other people, or that he like oh, he wanted to see power. what he could get away with. Like that was the thing. He just wanted to see what he get away with every time he did something, right? And um, like for instance,
1: like and then. Um, so he like he was one of those people like he heard like rich people get away with anything. He went, anything? Yeah. Like in in <laughs> ten years, he's gonna kill someone for sure. He's gonna <laughs> escalate to like, can I strangle this woman and it be fine? And he'll he'll find out. Yes, yes, it can.
0: Yeah. And like, I mean, like these people, like they believed that it was a fake frat, and maybe they were just like going along with it because of the money or whatever. Sure. But like the name of the frat, like should have. So many kids should have gone running. Do you know what it was called?
1: I have no idea what the frat was called.
0: Uh, key Lime Sigma Pi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you would do the letters for that. No, I don't.
1: I don't. I think he would write Key Lime. He would have the symbol for thing and Pi. I think he would just write Key Lime. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, so I guess like I'm like from your like suggestions there, like I guess maybe like start open, be like, like rich kid like I'm from Long Island and I am I know all these rich kids that would do yeah
1: anything just it's to get funny if it's one per one specific person
0: and then just say this one person yeah Doug he would get do whatever he super rich kid grew up in a really nice house right. father was an art collector yeah um he would do whatever he wanted get away with it sure no questions asked no problems I think it was because he thought he, since he was rich, he didn't. He, you can, he, he could make it go away. Yeah, can,
1: you. But you would need to say that in about two sentences, mm-hmm. and have the fact when you say that he's rich, there be a laugh there. Mm-hmm. Needs so like it would need to be something like oh, I had I had like an idea for it, or it was like my uh, I have just like this. This this might not work. But I had a crazy friend, Doug, uh, he, he went he do this crazy like he just go just do this crazy shit. Well, crazy. He was either crazy or he was really rich. He was definitely real, really rich. But he also could have been crazy. You ever notice that like the crazy, like the really crazy people you meet like in high school? They they're always really rich. They're never like poor. They always can pay for their shit. I don't know. There's something.
0: Yeah. No. I I think that's like that's a very good suggestion. I mean, that's the whole point of like this is me like spewing shit at you. And then you being like, Jacob, you're not very funny. or You're not doing like, this isn't that funny, but here's why it isn't funny. And like what you should do.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> part of it, part of what's funny is like, there needs to be like a twist. and he's mm-hmm. like, like the audience needs to not expect what you're about to say. And then also it helps if you're like, that is completely true. Like, so if like there's a, the moment of realization can be funny. Mm-hmm. If it's at the deridment of someone who yeah. we all agree, it's okay to deride rich people. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, so I guess that you wouldn't like, like if someone, if like a group of people, like, um, you wouldn't like it, like you wouldn't like rail into like some, like, if, like a group of people that was like, they
1: don't need be, to me, be made fun of right now. Well, I mean, so I, it, not even from like a moral standpoint, if mm-hmm. I'm just cause like, it's, it's just not people. Sometimes people like it, but mm-hmm. they're often bad people. And, it, you just, yeah, it's just the the general concept about punching up. It's just it's it it, it makes people uncomfortable if you don't. Mm-hmm. So you should punch up. Okay. Yeah, and and the moral reasons too, I guess. Those. Are-
0: <laughs> and now I'll ask him what I ask all of my guests at the end of my interviews. Do I have potential?
1: Uh, like like to do like like comedy. Yeah. I mean. You haven't tried it at all, really, so it's really hard to tell. Uh, I'm never in the habit of telling people to do stand-up, so I'm not going to tell you to do it. Um, But also, don't do (laughs) stand-up.
0: There you have it. This was definitely an eye-opening experience for me. I I definitely do not feel ready to get up on stage and do stand-up this is a step in the right direction. Feldman has an interesting take on comedy, and I just, from what he says, I just, I don't feel, I agree with him, I don't feel ready. Um, You know, maybe I need to talk to some more comedians, or maybe practice some more and actually try to write, sit down and write some jokes before talking to another comedian. Um, But yeah, why, in order, why don't we end the podcast with one more joke from him? Wow. Shall we? Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I actually believe in the name of the Jewish shit. That's the, that's the problem. I actually like like I try to believe in Jewish heaven though because I like to believe that in Jewish heaven you get the rest of your penis back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's weird being Jewish, because Jews are white to everyone but fans. Does, does that make sense? Like, I'm white until the states get, like, really fucking white. <laughs> Like, I can get a cab real easy, a loan's gonna be no problem, but as soon as someone's like, let's kill all the non-white people! Suddenly I'm on the list. <laughs> I do, I have, I have a German friend, though, because like, why well, hold a brush. And <laughs> Thanksgiving was recently, and we were talking about like, he's a very big family and I have a very small family. We were talking about that, and he was like, that's weird. <laughs> why is your family so small? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I had to be like, uh, cause you, actually. <laughs> Hey, that's not okay. That's not. That's like me going up to a Palestinian and being like, "Watch you move." <laughs>